Today, let's read James chapter 2. My brothers, as you hold out your faith in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ, do not show favoritism. Suppose a man comes into your meeting wearing a gold ring and fine clothes, and a poor man in shabby clothes also comes in. If you lavish attention on the man in fine clothes and say, here's a seat of honor, but say to the poor man, you must stand or sit at my feet, have you not discriminated among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my beloved brothers. Has not God chosen the poor of this world to be rich in faith and to inherit the kingdom he promised to those who love him? But you have dishonored the poor. Is it not the rich who oppress you and drag you into court? Are they not the ones who blaspheme the noble name by which you have been called? If you really fulfill the royal law, stated in Scripture, love your neighbor as yourself, you are doing well. But if you show favoritism, you sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. Whoever keeps the whole law but stumbles at just one point is guilty of breaking all of it. For he who said, do not commit adultery, also said, do not murder. If you do not commit adultery, but do commit murder, you've become a lawbreaker. Speak and act as those who are going to be judged by the law that gives freedom. For judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who has not been merciful. Mercy triumphs over judgment. What good is it, my brothers, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save him? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you tells him, go in peace, stay warm and well-fed, but does nothing to provide for his physical needs, what good is that? So too faith by itself, if it does not result in action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that God is one? Good for you. Even the demons believe that and shudder. Oh, foolish man, do you want evidence that faith without deeds is worthless? Was not our father Abraham justified by what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith was working with his actions, and his faith was perfected by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God. And it was credited to him as righteousness. And he was called a friend of God. As you can see, a man is justified by his deeds and not by faith alone. In the same way, was not even Rahab the prostitute justified by her actions when she welcomed the spies and sent them off on another route? As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. And this is God's word. James 2 is a chapter about favoritism. Verses 1 through 13 speak to the issue of favoritism directly. Verses 14 through 25 speak more generally about the need for a faith that works. Verses 14 through 25, of course, can stand on their own and contribute quite a bit to our understanding of faith and works. But in context, they are related to the issue of favoritism. Favoritism is a very natural human attitude. It is impossible for you to be friends with everyone you ever meet in your life. 
but you need some friends, so your mind will inevitably apply some kind of filter to the people you meet to separate those who look like they're worth being friends from those who don't. But verse 1 confronts our natural human tendency directly and commands us not to show favoritism toward others. Verses 2 and 3 give a hypothetical example of the kind of favoritism that believers in their era would be tempted to show. They gave the best treatment to someone who came to church looking wealthy and important while disrespecting someone who looked poor. Verse 4 exposed why they did this so naturally. It says, Have you not discriminated among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Verses 5 through 7 explain why this kind of favoritism is ungodly, as in ungodlike. And verses 8 through 11 remind us that God's word commands us to love others, including the unlovely. Think about some ways in which we as God's people can be more loving in how we treat those who come to worship with us. That is one way in which we can evidence our faith by our works, as we saw in verse 18. See you next time.